Hello and welcome to Human Insects, episode three. I'm Hazel. I'm Nikki. Oh man, it uh, it feels like it's been a really long time since we've done a normal episode. <laughs> even though I know that that's just like what doing biweekly episodes and having a guest on in between right. is like, but uh, it feels like there's a lot to uh to catch up on. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, stuff that we've been meaning to talk about for for like a while now. Yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, ha- having having a guest, I, like I I feel like it'd be funny to uh, like <laughs> slip in like for like things we just want to talk about and stuff just in like guest episodes, and they're like, "What? Why are we talking about this right now?" And so, God, and that would be like, such a nightmare. That that'd be just <laughs> funny though. It's just. <laughs> um, just uh throw them off their game to start talking yeah. about some random other shit um but yeah uh, i don't know what have you what have you been up to i mean we both had a birthday we did yeah, like, yeah. i uh, i made it my goal to not leave the house for oh, my birthday and yeah. i did exactly that yeah i um, i also kind of worked on I just kind of worked on music like it's like it's kind of the funny thing is it's a good thing that that we had a guest on last time Mm -hmm. because I didn't really do that much in the last week or so just because I've been working on stuff yeah so yeah uh, having that that kind of backlog (laughs) is uh kind of to my to my benefit yeah yeah I uh yeah I've I've been kind of celebrating my birth like uh, uh we're a little bit different whereas like I, I'm I'm a huge ham. I love the attention. So like, all the all the birthday messages, all the like, yeah. you know, just uh, 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 look at you. You're another year old, and I'm like, yep, yep, that's me. I'm <laughs> and and like, uh, though though like, the actual like age component of it. It's definitely like I'm at the age now. Now I'm 27. Yeah. And it's like it like just <clears throat> fucking super does not matter anymore. It's like what yeah. you know. Yeah, I, re- I feel like I haven't yeah. really felt too like a conscience of like the getting older part of my birthday since yeah. maybe like twenty one. Yeah. Just like the last time it mattered. Like yeah. when I turned twenty five I was like, Okay, cool. I can uh rent a car now with the license <laughs> I don't have. Right. But yeah, it, yeah, it's just like kind of uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll feel something when I'm thirty, but I don't know. Uh, probably not. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I um, mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, every no, I, every thirty year old I know felt like a sense of relief over yeah. turning thirty. So yeah, that, that's actually something. Is that, yeah, I know. I know a few. I mean, I, I have a few thirty year old friends and. Uh, a lot of them basically have have said something to the effect of whatever 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 is is upsetting you about about your twenties is like super not gonna matter because you're just gonna be like chill <laughs> in your thirties because yeah. it's just like whatever and so so uh, we'll see you know on like uh, episode one hundred seventy something of this podcast when when I'm thirty. And I'll be like, ah, Hazel, <laughs> you've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't uh, think we did specify. That oh yeah, specifically yeah. You're you're a year older than yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I am exactly a year older than you. And then I'm not gonna dox Brian's age. <laughs> 
He's he's just he's just uh he's just that older brother status. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh um and uh, uh I want to shout out someone. I'm gonna, uh, uh I I have a like a uh I have I have a pal uh Vero who uh I know through the uh One Piece podcast mm. uh uh because of you know I've started hanging out with them a little bit uh, since my guest appearance on there and Vero uh also is September 7th. <laughs> wow, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's but, so funny. But this time it actually is on 95. So ah. like it's like it, it is it so is, that means that, that they've usurped me. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but basically, you both are the same to me because uh, uh, <laughs> because we, we figured out, like, I had to ask my mom, like, what time I was born because moms yeah. remember that. Uh, uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm two years. I'm not two years. I'm two. I'm two hours older uh, than right. this other person. So 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 I'm still still on top. <laughs> You know, uh, Brian's got some years on me, but it's, you know, um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, my, my birthday is, I mean, it was super chill. Uh, yes. Like I didn't actually go out and do anything for it until like yeah. yesterday. Uh, you know, what, you know, did some shopping and stuff. Went, went to Barnes and Noble and picked up some books I've been meaning to pick up. I fucking, I hadn't gotten around to it. It'd been in my right stuff cart for like forever, but I hadn't actually pressed go on it. Mm. But I walked in Barnes and Noble and there I saw it. I saw, I saw devil man volume two. So now I yeah, own. Baby. Yeah. Like, so now my, my, uh, whatever, whatever manga cred I wasn't grabbing just yet <laughs> with my collection, not having an entire devil man set. Yeah. I, I, I have it now. <laughs> I gotta uh, say, yeah. it feels really good to own hardcover manga. Yeah, hardcover like, uh, manga fucking rocks. <laughs> I have uh, both volumes of uh, Devilman that Seven Seas did. Yeah, and I also have their same like set collection mm. of Cutie Honey, and then the the Ishinomori Common Writer. Um, right. And I'm working on getting a hold of all of Rose of Versailles as well. And let me mm. tell you, they're all like the same size, the same scale. It's extremely uh, satisfying. Yeah, yeah. See, like that's fucking Seven Seas. What they're doing with sixties manga and stuff is like exactly yeah. what I want. My 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 fucking. I'm gonna I'm gonna annoy one of our future guests about this and stuff just just because. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, I, he literally can't do anything, <laughs> so he has no power on this. But but I want I want to get people from Viz on here so I can be like, look, man, like I will buy enough copies of a Jump Classics line yeah. for it to fucking take for me to get some like seventies, eighties stuff. We need. Here's our first topic. We need fucking Team Astro. Yeah. yeah on yeah, yeah. we need Team Astro in the states, and we need it in hardcover. The people want it. Okay, you know what? Here's uh, here's it. my here's my theory. Yeah, uh, Yuji Kaku's manga uh, yes. that was running in Jump that got canceled. Right. I, I think if that one, I think if that one had continued to go on, mm -hmm. I think I th if that had gotten really popular, especially over here, yeah. I think that that could have been a possibility. Yeah. R remember what they took from us. 
Oh god. The the thing is though is that I'm pretty sure they announced that, that that's getting a physical. So like right, th th right. there's there's a really interesting thing going on. Uh oh man, I I'm I'm going full jump nerd right now. But well, we we have to because we need to talk about uh, uh Land of Obscusions uh panel, right? Like uh no, like well, the... well sure I mean that's a great panel. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I was gonna say that the uh there's a few jump series that we have to talk about because oh, I yeah. finally got caught up on uh Akanevana. Oh my god, <laughs> Excuse yes. Excuse me. My throat is fucking closing for some reason, <laughs> dear listeners. Uh I finally got caught up on Akanevanashi. Oh my god, yes. Okay, yeah, we're gonna talk about that stuff. But uh, uh, yeah. I wanna I really wanna shout out Land of Obscusion, uh, George uh, Horvath's, like, uh, panel that you can find online of, like, the history of shonen manga, because yeah. it's so informative and really illustrates just how, how it's, it's all sports manga at the end. <laughs> it's all, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. sports manga. And so the, the only huge shonen manga that I can say, pro like, doesn't properly feel like sports manga uh, is probably One Piece, but that's because One Piece is my, this is my big brain. I'm po I'm pointing at my forehead as I say this. Uh, <laughs> like One Piece is it's it's that that is that is Dragon Ball mixed with Berserk. It like I fucking it right. makes sense. It's there. It's there. Did but, you just say that yeah. about One Piece? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like but I like I, I've I've been having the thoughts ever since I caught up with Berserk, where um. Berserk's world building is like shockingly similar to One Piece's in terms of like how ah. it is, in, in terms of like how it unfurls before. I feel you. like I can see that just from yeah. what I know about One Piece. That's yeah. interesting. Just how it unfurls before you and how like whenever the rules come in and like, like you know, like whenever magic comes in in Berserk, that's right, like, right. it's like a similar feeling to like in the chapter, like, you know, 400 500 range whenever you start getting hockey and stuff which is like this like sort of not too important but sort of important like power like mm. thing going on and stuff where you can like uh i don't know where people just kind of have these these like otherworldly powers that they're pulling from and uh it, it's kind of like it kind of plays a similar role and kind of sh like shifts things ever so slightly but it's not enough to where it's like it ruins the drama or or like it becomes about like right. like, like like shirk isn't like explaining like a magic technique she's doing the whole time she's just doing it and it's like okay well she's doing a magic thing now and building a barrier and then they've got to fight all these trolls and stuff it's kind of like a similar thing with one piece where it's like oh no so i think i think there's like a school of thought that one piece is pulling from and it may not be exactly berserk but whatever berserk is pulling from right it's like it's like that sort of similar thing yeah that um, makes sense but with like the dumb butthead balls like penis humor of like One Piece like throughout <laughs> or, or sorry of Dragon Ball throughout and stuff right, is, right. is kind of how I would describe. But either way, like all, pretty much all of shonen manga is 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 is, is baseball manga basically at its heart. Yeah. And uh, yeah. uh, at Team Astro is just one of those things. Like it was like right uh, like it was either as we were <clears throat> planning for human insects. Or, like, we had just done the first episode? I don't know. I think it, it was, was right before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, we, like, we're talking about this video, and we're fucking laughing our asses off about Team Astro being, like, just utterly psychotic and violent. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and it's, you know, people playing baseball games to the death 
and stuff. And it's like (laughs) people got tired of the final arc. Like the final arc is half the manga. And it kind of, it's like like a fucking 11 (laughs) volume series. And there are three games of baseball. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, and, 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 and half the series is like, is is this one game of baseball and it got canceled because people just got bored because they were like holy <laughs> fuck dude like it was just too much and so and i want that i want shit like that to come over here and i feel yeah, like yeah uh, i feel like eventually we're gonna get there because we're even getting like physical prints of like jump failures now which like right. never happened yeah like, red hood is getting an ad adap- <clears throat> not adaptation well red hood is getting brought over uh which is like uh it's it's a it's from last year. It was a manga that people got really attached to here, and then it was axed, and uh, people were very torn up about it. Uh, uh, and I was a little bit antagonistic about it. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit just like, <laughs> oh what? <laughs> so like, you don't know how this works. It's <laughs> like, it's, uh, I, I apologize, Redhead fans, but because I was exactly the same way about Ayashimon, uh, which is uh, another one that they're that they're bringing over and both of those are going to be only three volumes uh and i don't know about i don't know about buying red hood just because i didn't care for it very much but right. I, I probably will buy a yashimon just because it's like yeah i gotta i gotta rep this fucking manga that i believed in i fucking it's the little the little yakuza manga that could and uh uh yeah i don't know but but the, the fact that jump is even doing that is like or, or viz is even doing that is like pretty telling as to like the peak manga popularity that we're we're hitting yeah. right now uh even if it if this even is the peak because it, it feels like the peak get, keeps getting higher like like every time yeah, everyone's like really we're at peak crazy. manga we're not yeah like like we're at a point now where it really is kind of separate from anime if that mm-hmm. makes sense like it doesn't just feel like a like western anime fandoms like like cooler yeah. but more obscure older brother yeah <laughs> like it kind of feels like a, it's kind of an entity unto itself now it's it's really cool and it's really yeah. exciting um, yeah um and it's uh, well deserved there's so much yeah. good manga coming out right now yeah yeah and so many classics although i will say uh i guess to point this out just because like i would like to see it fixed like just through yeah. whatever powers i may have uh or or we may have through this podcast or if anyone's out there listening and stuff um i i want to know like what's up with the yokohama uh yeah uh, so i actually got my copy of that recently yeah uh the the fucking printing is super dark and yeah i uh, just really not as crisp as the originals yeah, I flipped through it yesterday at Barnes and Noble because, because like I heard about that and I was like, I need to look at this before I purchase. And then I ended up not purchasing it because I look, I I finally found a page yeah. that had like a shadow, yeah. Yeah. and like yeah, the yeah. shadow was just way too dark. It, it was yeah. like scanlation quality. And yeah, I, 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 it, it, it looks yeah. really fucked up. Uh, it, it's a pretty a pretty big shame, which is fucked up too because like there's like really nice foil trim. Yeah. Yeah, on, on the, the, fucking, the trade the, dress. Yeah, the trade dress is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I'd like. I don't know. Like, like there's no call to action. Obviously, like I, I sure. don't expect to have any power over the. But like, but I don't know. Just what's up? What's up with that? Yeah. Like, th- yeah. just because I I really wish it, it looked well, better. You know, it's hard you know? because I know that um, 
there are certain things where and i don't i don't want to get into like like mm-hmm. fucking like official translation drama or whatever right. that's not my field i'm not gonna act like i have any stakes in it mm-hmm. uh, i know that the people at seven seas are working as hard as they can under less than optimal constraints yeah right. uh, as evidenced by the fact that they've unionized i wouldn't even be saying the phrase seven seas if they hadn't recognized that union might i also yeah. add yeah um but you know i uh I, I i know that there have been a few instances where they've had to do some pretty significant revisions to certain things in the past. Mm, yeah. uh, I think usually that's more in like the light, the light novel sphere for like translation accuracy. Yeah. More so than, um, I, I suppose I should specifically say localization accuracy. Yeah. Um, rather than than like manga like print quality, because I have to imagine that was an if I am to guess. I am i don't really know how manga gets localized in terms of, like, how they get a hold of the scans that they do. I'm going mm-hmm. to assume that Seventies was just working with what they were given. Yeah. Which means there might not be anything for them to do. But, uh, yeah, I would be curious to know how it wound up that way. Um, I'm yeah. not sure if they've addressed it directly or not, but it's something that I've thought of every time I've, I've leafed through it. And it's yeah. a damn shame because, like... <clears throat> shots of the manga that are in broad daylight look pretty good but like yeah. again the second you see something dark uh it just is totally crushed it's it's really a shame because like those moments are um like like the the moment at the end of the the first ova for those familiar where she's mm-hmm. looking over uh at the sea as all the lights turn on underwater uh obviously that takes place at night so it's just yeah. like super super crushed looking it's a it's a pretty big shame yeah and it, um, and it feels especially cool. considering that like i don't yeah. know if you've looked at the scans for that series they're like mm-hmm. really big and really high quality like that's a really really beloved manga and mm, a lot of that yeah. comes down to the quality of its art so it's a shame yeah i i really like uh I don't know. It it just feels especially glaring because we have it so good right now with manga releases, right? That right. that it just kind of feel like you know, like if this if this were like a fifteen year old release, right? Like 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 that would be a little bit more like ah oh, well you know like them's the breaks and so yeah. but but it, it kind of just feels like you know. Uh, like I, I I don't I don't feel like an ungrateful child going hey what's going on here and stuff with this you know like <laughs> right, like right. just because like it feels like the standard has the needle has moved up so much yeah because like it's just you know like things are things are going pretty good with a lot of these like yeah we're, we're getting weirdo Tezuka manga like that's like that that is a that is a telltale sign of oh shit like <laughs> we've made it it's that we're even getting yeah. like. The, the Tezuka's no one cares about, you know, really. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, it's just, uh, it's just a strange situation. Uh, but, um, what do you want to talk about with, uh, John, like, you want to talk about oh, Akane um, or whatever Well, yeah, whatever that and then there's, uh, we're recording this on a Sunday instead of our usual Wednesday, so Jump right. just dropped and they, uh, a new series just debuted. Yeah, right. It, it's, uh, okay, so, uh, uh, oh my god, hold on, wait, <laughs> I'm is an it asshole. 
Uh, it's Ginka and Gluna. Uh, or yeah, they Luna. said that the G is silent. Yeah, the G is, is silent in Luna. Yeah, me. it's yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's like a funny little little thing of just like no, you're pronouncing it wrong. Just in the middle yeah. of the manga. Uh, <laughs> but uh, God, okay. So uh, have you also read the other new one that came out last week? No, I uh, uh, I saw uh, you and Max seemed to to bounce off of it pretty quickly. Yeah. So I was kind of like, all right, I feel like I don't need to. Yeah, the, I feel like I, was, I know what this is already. Like, I, I I don't exactly know that like you need to try it or anything. Sure. But I, I would be almost interested to see what you think because now reading the second chapter, mm. I'm talking about Tokyo Demon Bride story. Which mm. uh, man, fucking what a like that. That's just such a flat, emotionless title. It's kind of amazing. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, that debuted last week in Jump and. Uh, I bounced off it super hard because I was like, okay, this is doing uh, harem slash, like, I don't know, like, ro- like romance gag stuff that, like, I just super just don't care about and is, like, not really my thing. Even though, like, there's some romance gag stuff. Like, it feels like, like I think, and the, the second chapter today really kind of filled it in for me a little bit more. My my issue isn't just with the fact that it's like a romance gag manga or anything. Right. Um, it really like because I love a lot like like Witch Watch is like a romance and it's a gag manga and like it like like and you really want to see the romance happen in it. There's right. romance stuff that comes up in me and Roboco, uh, and that's the the greatest manga of all time. And it is, yeah, <laughs> so. Uh, so, so that's not, not that's not my issue with it. Uh, you know, it's not like a genre issue. It's the fact that it feels out of time. It kind of feels like it's a fucking two thousand six, like, right? Like, like, like it's a uh, like it's one of those digi paint like anime. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. Uh, which is like kind of an interesting like thing to just have in Jump right now, and. I don't know that I'm certain. I don't know that I'm exactly like arguing for its existence here, right? But sure, uh, Jump did also just recently get rid of Ayakashi Triangle, right? Which, which they is, moved it to Jump Plus, right? Yeah, or am I thinking right. of right? Yeah, they, they moved it to Jump Plus, uh, which that whole situation was really funny because like it first got taken off the the Jump app because Viz was like tired of having to work around <laughs> the fucking like just sleaziness of it. Uh, it it's. <laughs> Uh, fucking for anyone uninitiated, Ayakashi Triangle is by uh, Kentaro Yabuki, the two love Rue guy. So, uh, and it's like a it's like a ninja like like harem thing, and it's fucking debaucherous. It's just it's just fucking indecent as hell. Uh, and you know if you're into that, cool. I'm not. And uh, uh, I I think I think it started to cross a line for like. Japanese parents or just like just in general and stuff and jump ended up moving it and it was like 80 chapters in uh they moved it to jump plus to just do its thing over there on the app and I think maybe this is moving in to kind of take up that like fluffy just whatever spot and uh uh yeah I guess I didn't think about the fact that like they kind of like it is kind of an important part of the equilibrium <laughs> right yeah it's just kind of like and I, f- I feel like there's other fluffy stuff in the magazine but i feel like if you have to have something that really is just base 
Like, right. like just fucking, it is the most like milk toast guy. And then weird monster girls following him around and like, in like being endeared to him. And he has like an older sister. That's sexy. If you like, like that type of thing. Uh, it, it, it's, like, like you're it's literally of, describing 12,000 manga. I know. I know. Right I, know I know. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> like, trust me. Yeah. I love sleazy shit. Right. But like, can we not be a little bit more creative? Yeah. I, I will. I will say for this in the, in the, in the defense of this story, um, like, I don't know why I'm I'm taking this <laughs> this angle here. But, right? No, no, uh, I like yeah. it though. I like it though. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I'm really like I I I've been trying really hard lately because I've been proven wrong by stuff enough to where like I want to be fair. Uh, so like I, I will say this is not a sleazy thing yet, not yet. Like like I don't, I don't know where it could go, but it actually seems like it's more like cute. And right. there's a quote-unquote harem, but they are not big-breasted or, like, they have all these, like, weird, you know, character design quirks and stuff. It really just is, like, just these these monster girls and this guy. And so, again, not super into it. I don't think it's very funny, like, at all. I haven't really, like, laughed out loud at literally anything in it or whatever. But, so it's, like, definitively not my thing. Probably gonna drop it in a couple weeks anyway. But, uh... I don't know. The the second chapter made me go like, okay. I don't know. I I see I see where this fits in for some people, and stuff like where it slots in, and maybe it's a pretty pretty good thing and stuff. But uh, it until we are out of the woods with the cancellation window and stuff, it is on fuck that manga because <laughs> because because Ginka and Luna is like um like I really liked yeah, that first chapter. Yeah, I I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it, um, it is. I could see awesome. this kind of doing the things that I really liked about the uh the first arc of uh. Full, full Metal Alchemist. Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's just like we're showing up in this town with like whatever agenda we have, and that's mm. going to get sideswiped by this other kind of this thing that is suddenly bigger than us. And yeah. and you know we're going to get to know these people who have these very sort of like a uh, uh, otherworldly but still sort of fundamentally mundane problems that that we're going to. Uh, gets swept into helping with like yeah, yeah. I, I really like that kind of thing um and i i really hope that uh that it kind of develops into into something like that i uh have noticed some people kind of have issues with the uh very quick pacing of the first chapter uh which I totally yeah. understand. Like it, it yeah. does skip over some stuff that you probably would have liked to have seen. Uh, I would have taken multiple volumes of yeah. training up and stuff and and magic school stuff, but or magic uh, magic teaching stuff. Thankfully, it's yeah. not a school. School oh, like uh, like introducing a school into something is like it's a one way ticket to make me not fucking interested at all. Um, yeah. But uh, um. It feels like a, it feels like a pretty worthy concession to make for this specific magazine when something can get booted pretty quick and like stuff 
Like, like you kind of just need to grab people's attention really fast. So having the main character kind of, uh, you know, fast forward and then kind of like, just like show it, like she has such a cool design. Like I, like I love the like gravity rush, like, yeah. like witch hat, like design is it's, it's so cool and then like i love the snowman's design a lot too and i yeah. love i love just uh uh the the very short glimpses of action you get at the end too where it's like oh this is very competently made uh and yeah, it, it, yeah. it's also really interesting like this the, i feel like from the the jump series that i'm reading right now yeah. i've observed that there kind of is like a um a sort of shonen jump house style right now um mm. that i really enjoy yeah uh it, it's super not what i expected um when i started reading a few things here and there yeah. in the magazine uh but i really like it and it is uh on full on full display here yeah um, yeah i i think they're I, really, I wouldn't even really yeah. know how to articulate it quite uh just yet but yeah, I, I think they uh, they're really prioritizing like uh, series with like a lot of dynamism in in, in like their right. their their art and their action and stuff, uh, yeah. and, and and being able to kind of like uh, I don't know just turn on a dime with uh, like like the because I'm thinking about like uh, um, Luna like running full speed. Uh, and like she yeah, kind of turns into a like a panel. weird demon, but that's like a really cool like like that's just like a straight like it's kind of a joke that she turns into like 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 a weird speed demon just running at at him and stuff and like uh, uh, I don't know it's just it's a super cool like I think they're really they're really uh, trying to trying to get people like a bit more fluid and stuff because I think uh, for a while they were they were kind of more looking for your uh, like. Um, Takeshi Obata's or like right. uh, Yusuke yeah. Murata and stuff were like really high detail stuff that's also still pretty conventionally attractive. Yeah. And I yeah. think stuff now that is killing people to make. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think now they're kind of more looking at stuff like Gotoge, who did uh, 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 Demon Slayer, which has like a pretty sketchy right. style. Uh, yeah, Demon, Demon Slayer and uh, Chainsaw Man coming out at the same time. Like, yeah. I kind of think those are the main two that I think of yeah. when I talk about, like, a, a house style. Yeah. Which is something that I even see throughout, like, uh, Akane Banashi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, uh, 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 I would say Jujutsu Kaisen as well. And so Jujutsu Kaisen is very, like, it's, like, specifically late-period Tagashi that it's pulling from. So, mm. like, it's really interesting and stuff yeah. that, like, like uh, yeah, it's... it's um, like One Piece and like My Hero Academia and stuff are like kind of the last bastions of like an older like kind of more ornate style of 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 comics, uh, right, right. That 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 still remain in Jump. Um, so I really like that they're 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 reading the tea leaves. They know One Piece isn't going to be there forever, and they know Oda. <laughs> yeah. Like like they're they're like they cannot bet on Oda or kishimoto or anybody anybody big making a new thing again like just because they went for so long mm -hmm. uh so like it just makes a ton of sense that, that they're that they're uh prioritizing something else uh though the, i don't know i i really really like this debut i think it's awesome uh i i i 
it's nice to get a new series that isn't set in Tokyo also. Uh, yeah. It, fe- it feels like a lot that's, of them have really been Tokyo point. set. Yeah. 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 yeah like, like, they're, like, this is one that's like a full-on adventure. Red Hood was also like that, but Red Hood uh, made a very critical mistake. Like, like Red Hood's biggest mistake is that, like, Chapter 5, they, they, uh, they switch into, like a, like, a training, like, exam arc thing. Boom. Fucking just done. It was just totaled the series, in my opinion. Like, not even, like, it was bad all of a sudden. It was just like, oh, no, this is going way too slow for any reader. Like, like and any of the kids reading Red Hood at that point were just, like, they'd be out. And yeah, yeah. so that's the thing you want to avoid. And so that's why I think chapter one of this was structured the way it was. And I, I'll yeah. also say it, it reminds me, though I will say an even better version of, of a time skip like like that is uh, Akane Benashi's first chapter. And Akane Benashi is my pick for the best new manga, period. <laughs> like, in Jump, yeah. this year, no fucking content. I adore this thing. It's uh, so good. Yeah, because... But, but like, they do, they do, like, an even better version of, like, the cool time skip that uh, Genkai and yeah, does. Yeah, because, yeah. Because they give you the, the most, like like heartbreaking reason like they give you the whole backstory for why akane would even want to be a rockago uh uh performer now in 2022 and then like so it's like the whole chapter is about her dad and then uh his career gets thrown in the trash by his master and then boom uh, like like and, and like Akane is kind of like running around in the background and like 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 admires her father and is like oh wow like like he's he does such a special like he's he's doing like he's contributing to the special dying art form and stuff and he just she just really admires that and stuff but she's she doesn't really push the plot or anything in the first chapter and then but but then like at the end of the first chapter after he, like her father pretty much like loses his career and has to like pick up a regular job and just like just just abandon art as as a career focus uh just cutting straight to her confidently walking and and with this resolve that like okay now i'm gonna fucking do what he couldn't and uh i'm going to uh you know, fulfill this, like, this, this family dream that she feels like she has to fulfill, and, uh, it's just, like, it, like, it's such a perfect, like, she's not even, like, present, basically, as a main character for the first entire chapter, but you just get it immediately yeah. on the last, and then me and, uh, our friend Max and, like, a couple other people also noted that I think it's cool that the first handful of chapters, like, up until, like, chapter eight or something, it feels like, the point of view character is not Akane every right, single yeah. time. Like, like it, you're yeah. getting a different person viewing Akane and being like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's awesome. It's such yeah. a smart manga. <laughs> I also think it's, um, it's really cool how, and I think you'll know what I mean by mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. how the series is fairly disinterested in the implications of, of yeah. it having a female protagonist. Oh yeah, yeah. It does not make um, a big deal out of it whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I really genuinely appreciate that uh she's just kind of like I it, it's one of those things that like I think one of the only other 
manga I can point to mm. uh, that's like it is like Soul Eater, where yeah. Um, yeah. the female protagonist is just kind of like, you know, obviously it's not like she's just like a like like she's she's like a fully fleshed out and considered character but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's like all right well you know <laughs> you know why we made her female there's nothing like untoward about the way that she's treated and right uh, it, it, that is genuinely yeah. really refreshing even for me as somebody who doesn't really like mind that much when that sort of thing happens to a certain extent yeah 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 it, it's it's like it's just so cool like yeah. like th- it's just such a I, I think a lot of it comes down like to the writing and how well considered it is and how knowledgeable yeah. it is about the yeah. art uh but i also but holy shit uh the artist is actually one that i've been following for a little bit uh oh. because he did a uh action manga uh one shot that i really enjoyed back mm. in 2015 called galaxy gangs uh that ran and jump and did not get picked up for a series or anything like that but the art i was so enamored by i was like this is so fucking cool there's like bits of toriyama and oda in there it actually does like feel distinctly oda inspired like we're now getting Mm -hmm. to that point where like a lot of people are going to be like uh uh very distinctly like influenced by him uh in terms of character design and uh facial expression and stuff like that but uh um seeing seeing him come back and then it's on a series like this was a little bit like but like before it started i was like oh that's cool uh but like that artist is so good and i was like i almost wish like he was doing like an action thing just to kind of showcase but yeah how, how foolish i was because uh the art is still like so well done here every time like every time there's like a like like a rakugo story is being told and like you get you get like older art styles like uko you know like 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 you're getting all these like just amazing uh uh just like art flourishes and stuff and then like in dramatic moments and stuff like some of the recent chapters there's some like amazing cross hatching that's just like fucking ah! yeah yeah the the, the cross hatching in particular is yeah. like really outstanding yeah like i love the use of black in this manga like yeah, so much yeah. it's so well done uh it's just yeah it, it, it's a manga that makes me like a full-on nerd about about like comics and stuff just because yeah, like, yeah, i just yeah, yeah, i just yeah, yeah. love the way it's constructed so much uh, i actually yeah. uh had that thought recently about uh kowloon generic romance which i read mm. the first volume of recently yeah um just one of those things where like i'm suddenly like like i'm acting like i've always cared about uh a <laughs> panel layout really yeah. intensely like um yeah I, that was how i described uh a few years ago i i played through um rondo of blood oh and yeah. i was like this game is so fucking good it makes me pretend i've always cared about level design <laughs> because like i'm so hyper aware of yeah. it here yeah 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 i uh yeah, Akane just like really like brings out like a like a very joyous like feeling yeah. in me. Yeah, and stuff where where I just fucking love everything like what it's doing. Uh, I I love where it's going. It's uh, like it's at like chapter twenty nine now, so it's fairly 
safely out. Like it's it's uh, it feels like 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 if it weren't for just knowing how well it's selling right now, it'd be like okay, we're doing good. But also like a, a series just got cut that was in like chapter thirty five, so like that that that's a bit like a uh, you know there, there's still like anything can happen. But uh, the fact that it felt that that this week's chapter like was was able to be so lax and chill yeah uh, despite you know just whatever acts might be hanging around and stuff and there's just absolutely also no way because uh have you seen the people that have endorsed this manga yeah i know that yeah. ano did yeah ano and ichiro oda both endorsed right, this right, manga. like right. e- like volume one came out with a with an oda endorsement and that was this well that's done like that that series is staying forever and then uh ano endorsed it on volume two and uh it's just been selling like gangbusters too like yeah. it like like it's gotten to the point where like uh uh i, I think between this and then there's a recent there's a recent Rakugo anime from like a few years back. It's a uh, Showa Rakugo. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Rakugo manga it's, and it's anime having, have like a really really high batting yeah, average. Yeah, and, and it's 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 like it, it's becoming like a uh like it's I was seeing like a report of some kind on like there's like genuinely like a Rakugo resurgence in Japan. Like people Aww, are really, really cool. enjoying and so and, and like I, I really love uh, this manga just, like, really sticking up for and just, like, just loving the shit out of this, like, again, like, for all intents and purposes, like, should, like, could have or should have been dying art form, right? And it's, right. it's like, it's doing its best to, like, kind of show you just why it's so cool. And it kind of reminds me, and this is why this is my secret thing, we're like, okay, so for whenever I was doing my live streams, I haven't done them in a while because my Wi-Fi at my house is uh, messed up. Uh, it, it's, it's just very inconsistent. So uh, uh, live stream is cut out. But whenever I was doing my jump live streams where I would talk about stuff every week, I was talking about how like I really, really wanted a sports manga, like a really hot-blooded one uh, that made me yell and, just, and just, just cheer and stuff because it feels like we haven't had that since Haikyuu ended. And it's right. been years since Haikyuu ended. Uh, like, Haikyuu ended in, like, I think 2020 or 2019. So it's been at least three or four years. And, and, and it feels weird. Like, there's there's a manga called Blue Box right now. But that, like, and, and that has to do with, like, badminton and, like, basketball and stuff. But it's right. way more of a romance manga than anything. So people don't really count it. Uh, so I really want, like, a hot-blooded, like, sports manga. And then, like, at some point in the recent batch of chapters, I realized, oh, no, Akane is the sports manga because yeah, because yeah. it makes me gasp it makes me fucking just elated whenever like cool shit happens and stuff it's got the like gravitas it's in its and most importantly it might it could do for Morocco go what fucking uh in a way did with slam dunk for basketball right. in japan where like slam dunk basically was like oh we're gonna make basketball like really popular in japan yeah and, so, and it just happened and uh, like, not that Rakugo isn't popular right now, or not that there's other, that there's not other factors, but it feels like it feels like this could be Rakugo's slam dunk and be like yeah. a classic in that regard. And that is so cool to watch, like from like the front row, you know, and just be like, holy shit, this this, this manga yeah. is like delivering on a really high scale. I mean, it really scale. is crazy yeah. how much that can that kind of thing can do. Like how there's a there's like a huge camping boom in Japan right now because of uh, uh, Yuru Camp. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, just really good. There's a lot of really good stuff in Jump, just in general, yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I mean, really again, the good. fact that I'm even reading three yeah. series that are running in it right now, right? Uh, yeah, uh, if you count Chainsaw Man, yeah, uh, right. And then four, if you count me taking a peek at, at Roboco each week. <laughs> it's just Sunday funnies. Um, yeah. Or I yeah, guess rather uh, it'll yeah. be, like, Ruri Dragon, when it resumes, is another one. Like, I, I'm only yeah. up to date on uh, eight different manga right now, and uh, five of them are, are jump or jump related, which yeah. is fucking crazy. Right, yeah, it, it's like... I don't know. It's just really nuts. Like, like they just keep out putting out like really good wide appeal, like interesting yeah. stuff. Like there's some action stuff, but honestly, if I sat down and tried to count it up, it might be like somewhere closer to like 50, 50 on like what is action and what is not action and stuff. Which yeah. Is and it's crazy. Kind of how not well what you would the, the non action yeah. stuff seems to be. Received. Oh, 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 it's like, it's like out of, out, out of like the recent, like new batches of fresh manga and stuff. Like it is almost, uh, <laughs> it's almost a trend that whichever one isn't the action one is probably going to do better. And so like, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it, it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, I also want to shout out, though, because it's like a fledgling series and it feels like it's just now finding its footing. And I just really want to see it succeed if it can is uh, a manga called Aliens Area. That's like brand right. new. Uh, it's like 14 chapters now. Uh, and it kind of like it's pretty simple. Like it kind of was doing like a uh, men in black sort of thing where it's like, OK, aliens have been around. Uh, they put. Uh, uh, implants in certain people and like uh, uh, they 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 gain some powers and stuff and uh, the main character he's like uh, a broke uh, older sibling of like these two like young kids and stuff and uh, has to provide for them so he works a lot and stuff while also doing school and he basically gets recruited into like a men in black sort of like government agency and stuff and then you get the you get the impression it's like okay like this could get kind of dicey being like, okay, we're going to find the secret aliens and then like kind of deal with them and stuff. But, uh, it kind of started to take a bit of a turn because it's like, wait a minute after like the first couple chapters, it just stops outright just doing action. And they like, will go and be like, Oh, Hey, you're like, you like parked your UFO in the wrong place. Like, like you're, you could get fined for that. And it's like, Oh man, uh, I'm sorry. And then it's like, like uh, I was, you know, running to work and so like, 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 like they'll have these like really humanistic interactions with aliens, and uh, and and it's like, and it's like it, it, it was like getting pretty chill and pretty nice and stuff, and then recently, uh, and this feels like its turn where uh, like like this is kind of like the hook where it's like okay, this is actually what the manga is after they figured it out and stuff because recently there's there's uh. Recently, there's a couple manga that I can pull out that have a really, really distinct hook that comes in delayed. Uh, that, right, that's like right. after the first chapter. <clears throat> Dr. Stone, like 12 chapters in, switches what its main character is right. and, and the manga just soars right from there. Because it realizes, oh, you don't want to be following the blockhead. You want to be following the, the scientist kid. 
and then they pretty much have the blockhead do com something completely different and just go in the background and then they have the scientist lead the story and th that's when that's when it soared uh right. Jujutsu Kaisen did a did a death like this sounds cheap and bad but trust me in the way that it does it in the manga it's like actually pretty cool but it does a main character death fake out uh, which is like, and it does that like maybe 12, 15 chapters in and it's like genuinely pretty thrilling and cool. And then like, they have to start hiding this person's death. And then like, it kind of just splits off the manga into different directions and it like gets pretty exciting. Uh, and you get some really good character moments spinning off from that and aliens area, uh, recently introduced what its villains are and it's not the aliens and it's not precisely the government but you know uh, uh i have a feeling about that it is it is in fact this other entity uh called like a3 it like stands for something but i forgot that was like from last week but uh it's basically a xenophobic uh right-wing cult uh that's that's been uh brainwashed people with propaganda that like the aliens like uh 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 that they're like purposefully trying to kill people and stuff. And like, it's just this whole thing. It's like really loaded stuff that feels like it's commenting on, on Moonies and, and, uh, weird and, and just, and just like right wing conspiracy theories, stuff like that and how that kind of, uh, like swoops people in. And I don't know that the, that the manga is necessarily going to handle that in the best way possible. But it's so interesting that it's going this way and it's not been focusing on like a monster of the week alien thing and is instead going for a more like conspiracy story angle that like I'm in and I want to see where this goes and I hope it doesn't get cut off short and I don't get to see that like, like just where this guy's going with this. Uh it's like it's like just too fascinating for me to for me to like let go right now. I really so, hope yeah. that it turns out good, but it also would be really funny if this was your second uh brand new animal. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Where the it thing, just hard yeah. swerves away yeah. from the, the one thing that it seems like it was going in the right direction of. Yeah. So I will say with brand new animal, there was uh there 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 was there was some eyebrow twitching at the like like towards the beginning that sort of developed whereas this was like yeah this was like i don't know and then it's like oh wait you you actually are very much like like placing you're like placing pretty much all of the blame that could be shifted on the aliens onto these other people onto uh yeah yeah on, onto people that just just uh, don't want aliens to exist at all and stuff and i don't know also given like <laughs> japan's recent stuff with with uh 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 with like uh you know people coming into the country and stuff like uh and like uh refugees and so i don't know it just feels like it feels yeah very particularly pointed uh for yeah. for a manga running in this magazine which might be its death knell for the magazine but I don't necessarily think so. So I don't know. I I just I just like I would love for this to keep going, and and I think it's it's like too interesting not to not to not to keep going. But uh, I don't think it's doing particularly well, like with the rankings. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I probably didn't explain it extremely well, but I, I, I just, I just think it's interesting and yeah. interesting is so much better than boring or predictable, yeah. which is how a lot of these can go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Man. uh, yeah. Uh, I was, I was fucking playing Splatoon 3 before yeah. I jumped in here. Right. The fucking, st I've always been a fan of the Splatoon story modes, even yeah. though one was like pretty mid and two was, uh, you know, mostly good, but like was completely blown out of the water by the uh, Octoling expansion mm, yeah. campaign. This one is even fucking better so far, I think. That's awesome. Nikki, they made Splatoon feel like doom. <laughs> Fuck they yes. They put fucking like 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 I I I really I've been struggling to articulate exactly what it is about it, but like something about the way that that all of the mechanics have come together. Certain levels genuinely feel like uh like fucking like fucking levels of doom with like fucking like weapons that are as satisfying to use as the ones in doom it's crazy um <laughs> but then on top of that it's like it's got like a really cute um series of hub areas and like mm. uh the the more like puzzle oriented levels are all really cute and inventive like i was explaining it to Alyssa like I feel like there was a trend for a while where Nintendo games kind of ran a little bit too heavy with the whole, like, introduce a mechanic one level, yeah, expand right. on it in another level, combine it with another mechanic in another level kind yeah. of format. Yeah. You know, obviously, like, that was really revolutionary for something like Yoshi's Island, but it got a little bit stale by the time, like, fucking, like, Yoshi's Woolly World came around. Right, right, and, yeah. and other <laughs> games like it, um, like the 3D, uh, Land and 3D World, even though I think those games are a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so to see this game kind of, like, break out of that and kind of feel almost like a... <sighs> It it feels like a campaign that is structured like a like you know how how what makes uh so many Mario Maker levels shine is that there's been like fucking like thirty years of thinking about these mechanics and the oh, interplay. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. kind of almost feels like that a little bit, right. like just like this really clever, um, really efficient. Uh, series of of like one-off uh challenges and levels that that all really soar together uh it's really great i'm really enjoying it so far yeah yeah um, uh, which uh, works because i don't really like the multiplayer it stresses <laughs> me out yeah i uh uh I, it was really funny because i feel like i've been like completely just absent or out of the loop with like the splatoon 3 like excitement because it kind of feels like it kind of felt like a known quantity, like like yeah. oh yeah, you, we're making a third one. You know what you know what it is, and then like they just kind of dropped it, and I was just like oh well they I don't know I've I haven't really been enticed, so I was like so it I didn't, is really so funny I, like the the amount of confidence that they had in releasing it the way they did yeah. did lead to a lot of really fun surprises. Yeah, like, they really didn't show anything of the single player campaign, so everything therein has been like a a really nice surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just kind of nuts. Like, I feel like Nintendo has been quite confident lately. Uh, yeah. and, and they have the room to be and so I think like because lately like you, you get you hear a lot of stories about how they're like 
they basically like will make a game and then sit on it and then just wait for the right time to just throw it out there like right, with, within right. like a couple months notice at yeah. most uh like i still think about like like paper mario origami king is like so weird because they announced that game an, a month before it came out and then it came out and i played it and i was like oh fuck this is like legitimately funny as shit and it's and it's like really it's, it's got like a cool right. interesting battle system and it's like actually really good and like i played through the whole thing and like enjoyed myself and there's like a bunch of bowser jr in it and i was like this is great i love this uh, <laughs> what a great game and it's like i didn't expect that to ever happen like that entire year but it did um yeah so it's like cool but oh no it's just really funny i just had like a funny moment because i was like turning on my switch to play uh, Final Fantasy 12 and then like I just look up and I'm like holy shit I have 10 friends online and then yeah. like and then I just click in there and it's like holy shit like it's just rows of people playing Splatoon it was just so funny I was like fuck we're we're like like it's, it's like I lifted up a rock and it was like just like like it's like where the fuck did you guys come from like it's like it's just all these all these people scurrying around playing Splatoon with each other and it's like a fucking like like I don't normally feel FOMO but I was right. just like, like I, was, I got dangerously close. I was like, what the fuck? Like, like nobody told me there was a Splatoon party. But uh, I, I like, I played the first one a little bit. I liked it. It was fine. But like, uh, yeah. and, and then. They've really only gotten better, but it's definitely yeah. been like incremental. Yeah. I would say that like, I, I wanted to like one more than I wound up liking it. And yeah. then it was a little bit closer to equilibrium with two. And I yeah. feel like it's really clicking with this one. Yeah. That's awesome though. I like, I, I, I really want, uh, I, I'm really glad, uh, to see like, like the newer class of Nintendo and stuff kind of feel like, like get a yeah. lot of support and stuff in, in like, like a lot of the weirder ideas they're trying out and stuff. Cause it, cause, uh, I don't know, just for a long time, like, it's it's been kind of, like, a lot of the same guys uh, at Nintendo kind of running things and yeah. directing games and stuff. So it's cool to see a lot of that newer stuff kind of prop up. I think I think Odyssey was, like, a bunch of newer guys, too. Like, under the leadership of, like, you know, Tanabe and uh, Koizumi and stuff. But, uh, I don't know, just, just really good stuff. Like, I don't know, I, I think that I, this stuff like this is why I'm kind of ravenous uh uncharacteristically uh like i don't know usually i just kind of just like i'm go with the flow with directs but right now i'm kind of ravenous for one because like i just want to know what the fuck else is going on there's like too many rumors and i don't know right who to believe and i'm like uh uh like about some of the games coming up i've heard a few things that uh probably would be unwise to to get people's hopes up about on here but i could probably talk to you later about it just because there's some weird stuff uh, running around, well, uh, but like, well, well, this episode, I think this episode will come out after uh, the um, rumored <laughs> the, next, yeah, week, after yeah. the direct, yeah, because yeah, right. it's not getting d delayed for the queen, you yeah, know? she well, can well, fucking <laughs> run, it's fine, <laughs> yeah, fuck the queen. We got, we got uh, Nintendo games to yeah. talk about, the, though. The thing uh, is, can the, I just say, yeah, what a fucking hilarious year it's been for political deaths. Oh, yeah, dude, like, I would love to keep this up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's just keep it going. Like, let's yeah, just, yeah. You know, uh, like, uh, oh my god, fuck, the, the mine, uh, like, so many of the, the Minecraft Roblox shotgun fucking, like, jokes, 
And so, like, like it's the funniest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, it's like, extremely like, like, it's, funny. It's, it's and then somehow the queen dies, and and some of the posts are even fucking funnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people are really just extremely funny right now on Twitter. Like, yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, which which isn't always true. <laughs> Twitter is very yeah. unfunny. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't know, but the uh, uh, but I really just want to see like what else, what else a lot of those uh, Nintendo guys are cooking up. Uh, uh, like it feels like. Uh, what are what are some of the rumors right now? Uh, oh, okay, all right. I I just, I just feel unwise because uh, uh, there's like one guy I kind of follow that I think. Okay, let's just say, take it, take everything with a grain of salt, and also, uh, just just. Just know that I personally find rumors extremely fun. So yeah, if yeah. any, so if any of these don't come true, I don't care. It's fine. Uh, yeah. I, I just find it extremely fun. And also, some of these are like far flung st- type of stuff that I've heard. But some of the stuff that I've seen flying around is like, uh, well, one there there is there is uh, there's one that's been going around for like a couple years now about a Donkey Kong game by the Odyssey team. Oh. Uh, where instead of retro doing the next Donkey Kong, and it's not a Donkey Kong Country game, it's right. just that they're doing a new Donkey Kong game of some kind, and it's at EAD. So it's like the 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 Mario Odyssey like team kind of moved right. on and did that. Uh, there's also a rumor about a new 2D Mario game, but with a different art style, and it's not a new Super game. It's it's like it's like it's not new Super Mario Brothers, and it's not Mario Maker, but it's it's a new Mario 2D game with a different art style. And uh, I'm a little bit worried that it might be that that might mean movie tie-in, but but but, but I, I uh, hey look if you're gonna do the movie tie-in Mario game, I would prefer it be like a throw-off, like a throwaway like 2D game or something, right? Like yeah. like rather than like you know Mario Odyssey 2 was suddenly a Mario movie game and stuff like that would suck ass. But like yeah. uh, but I don't think I don't think that's exactly it. Um, there's uh you know always f-zero rumors there's like a there's like a kid icarus uprising like switch port rumor you know which i would love to see just because like i want to see how the fuck they even try like 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 whatever whatever poor bastards they had try to figure out how to make skyward sword work on the pro controller i want to see them do that with the with kid icarus uprising's controls and be like all right just uh Make it work on this controller. Uh, uh, this this very bizarre, weird game that made people's hands cramp. Um, <laughs> and then another one that I I honestly do feel is sort of likely because uh, of a recent like like did you see that Nintendo bought like an animation studio? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I I, I it's uh it's like a Japanese animation studio, but I, don't, I I I think they had like they mainly focus on CG stuff. So, mm. uh, and Nintendo, I think, wants to break in on their own with with some animation and stuff. Like, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's the thought. And uh, the rumor is that they they want to do uh, Star Fox. They want to make a cartoon to like mm, that that goes right. in with a new game, but they have to find a partner for the game because Star Fox is one of those franchises. Uh, just with their structure, they have basically franchises they do in-house, like uh, right. Mario and Zelda, and then they have franchises they do not do in-house, like uh, Star Fox or F-Zero or uh, just literally anything. So a lot of those seem like it has to be driven by 
someone else coming to them, like, you know, like a Sega coming to them. Right, being, Like, right. we want to do F-Zero and stuff. So, um, so I think they would have to find a partner for that. But, like, uh, it's just, like, there's just stuff swimming around. And, and like, again, like, so much of it is, like, like who knows? But uh, I, I just love that, like... Uh, oh, no. Like, I, I love some of the stuff that I'm... Like, I would love to see, like, a weird mario game like a weird mario 2d game that's just like has like some different art style like that'd be interesting yeah. to see them try to like 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 my dream would be like what if they made a mario 2d game but it looked like wario land shake it or something right? yeah where, like where yeah, it's like yeah, a cartoon yeah, yeah. it's like an anime version yeah. of itself that'd be sick but like um I don't know, but, but I just I just want to see a direct because I just want to see I just want to see stuff because like I feel like I'd like I, I'm not seeing enough Nintendo and I'm a, I'm a weird Nintendo baby and I I want to see my Nintendo stuff, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, that's your that's your like one primary tick toward Hamilton friend. Yeah, yeah, that's like the big one. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just it's just that like I I can't let that go. I just like Mario it's fine. too much. Yeah, that's <laughs> I can't, completely I can't, fine. I can't give it up. Um, um, I, uh, remember kids, it's not a bad thing to be the Hamilton friend. It's not. It mean it means, it means you're, you're, uh, a lot more, like, sociable and normal and, uh, not some kind of threat to society or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, um, um, I have to say, though, Splatoon 3 does have a song in it. I need to go and look it up, but there's a song in it that sounds an awful lot like Midori. Oh really? So so yeah. maybe Splatoon is uh, the the middle ground between Noise Rock friend and Hamilton <laughs> friend. Who, um, who truly can say? Who truly can say? Uh, you know what? I do want to say though. Um, I listened to one of the best rock albums of all time for the first time in the past. Fuck couple yeah! Weeks. So did I. Um, guys, we need to convene. Uh, and I think me and ha- I think Hazel. I think team we huddle need to- everybody. Yeah, huddle, uh, group huddle. Um, Hazel, I do think we need to compile some sort of list of like the Beast albums or something. That's just like <laughs> these. These are just the albums that like you just have to hear if like if you're yeah. a human insects listener or something. Right. Yeah. Except yeah, yeah, like yeah, like, yeah. like like this is this is like not even like not even like to be allowed in the club, but it's just like yo, like if like you know if you like the what you hear. So you know like yeah. Um, you should got, we should we should we dedicate an episode to doing that at some point? That'd be fun. That I would be that really would be fun. fun. That would be really yeah. fun. Um, yeah. But uh, you got all of you motherfuckers. You're getting your first taste. This is your first inductee. All right. Twelve rods. Split personalities is one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my entire life, and I heard it's it for the first time good. like last week. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so good. It's like it's like. Oh my god! Uh, like it's like everything. Just the, the the songwriting, the um, performances. Like the the vocals are kind of weird, and I I'd, I'd really love them. Uh, yeah. So, so I want to rate your music compared them to uh, 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 to Ozzy Osbourne, and I think that's not incorrect. Whoa, and I kind of you love know that. What? Yeah, yeah. 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 I I never would have put that together had you not said that. Yeah, yeah. But it like makes sense. It's like oh shit, that <laughs> you kind of nailed it. Um, but it's it's just like so fucking like it is i don't even know how to describe it because you can't pin a genre on it which is so cool it's like yeah 
It's like there's some space rock on it. Like, like it reminds me of some of the other 90s bands I really love, like Hum and Shudder to right. Think and right. stuff with just like some of his creative choices and just how big the fucking production sounds. It's just wonderful. But it's also like it's not like those bands like at all. Uh, and there's like just really ingenious, but like kind of mind bending in its simplicity uh, synth usage. Where yeah, like, yeah. Like they're not washing over everything. It's not like a shoegazy thing. It literally is just they just wrote another part and had the synths go like do that. And the synths are just like fucking so ridiculously additive to what they're doing. It like fucking boggles my mind. Yeah. Like I'd <laughs> say it's like the the kind of like songwriting sensibilities yeah. of uh post hardcore, but without the like like aggressive intensity yeah and then like the the kind of song structures and approach to sound of something like uh like a band like hum yeah uh, like like but without diving fully into like shoegaze or post-rock yeah uh yeah, it's it's so hard to pin down. Like, it's, it's, it, it, it's it is never... like an indie rock record that comes so dangerously close to being like, yeah, I'll call that post-hardcore. Yeah, but like it never really uh, bridges the gap fully. Yeah, it never it never goes too far in either in any direction, uh, which doesn't which shockingly doesn't mean that it's like boring or mid or like non-committal. It just right. does because because it does literally everything it tries so ridiculously well. It fucking like frustrates me almost yeah, i'm like what yeah. the fuck like i don't know if you ever if you listen to it just give the first track a listen the first track is almost a misnomer because it's a lot more glam rock than i feel like most of the album right. actually is yeah and so but as soon as the fucking organ hits if you, once you hit that yeah. organ break if you're not fucking if your jaw doesn't hit the floor if if you're not fucking completely just swept up in whatever the fuck that album wants to do from that point forward and stuff like you can probably just leave <laughs> but, i mean like, i mean i would say like the first two tracks like yeah, yeah. the first two tracks in tandem uh, yeah, I think a, a really, really incredible, really, yeah. really confident artistic statement, like a statement of intent. Yeah, red, red is like a full-on like masterpiece. That is, yeah, yeah. That's I, I was yeah. listening to that song like on loop. Yeah, for a yeah. little while. The chorus in that song is like actually one of the best choruses I've ever heard in my life. Like yeah, not even, yeah. not even just because it's like the most catchy or most like incredible. Thing or is it like it, it there's really... something so like there's this like elevating quality to it yeah. that I can't quite put my finger on because it's dead simple like that song yeah. is like not yeah like there it's like three guitar chords yeah yeah it's three yeah yeah and it's like three parts like it's first right. chorus first chorus and then just the ending for two minutes and stuff yeah. like but but it just it fucking it's 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 the execution of that chorus is so fucking like, like just genuinely, like it feels like you're seeing God. Like it's like yeah. the coolest, like, I don't know. Like I, I, that chorus sent me to a different fucking plane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, had, I, I had the same, I had the same reaction to chills, it. chills with that core. It, it's, it's insane. And then like fucking, that's like not even like, yeah, but like even with those first two tracks, that's not even like half of the the tricks that it has up its sleeve. Because th this 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 fucking 
album has like the most staggering fucking middle third. I've like, yeah, like, like it doesn't drag. It's just these three songs that are fucking actually insane, like actual insane people rock songs. And so with like, just, just, uh, uh, like the, the synths, the, the digital stuff that, that is going on in chromatically declining me and like the fucking, like, the fucking, like the cacophonous fucking drums in that song. The drums song. on that record are so fucking good. It's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. It, oh no. Just the whole thing makes me want to fucking scream and stuff. And then like, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, I think my favorite track on it is a toss up between red or makeout music. Because yeah. makeout music has like the most delightful, music is, like bridge ever. Yeah, like, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, that one is like a, a funny sleeper for me yeah. because like it's been a weird trend in pop music that I don't pay attention to, mm. but I'm forced to reckon with every now and again, either yeah. in like a, a fucking meme I see or in a YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, to reinterpolate like a fucking nursery rhyme. Yeah. Into into a, a a bad pop song. Yeah. Um yeah. and like this track kind of does that, but it works so so fucking completely. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't understand. <laughs> it's it, it's like incomprehensible how it works. Is it cuz it shouldn't. Um yeah. And, and and like the lyrics are really crazy because they're they're just they seem like they should be corny but yeah. they don't read as corny in the moment at all yeah and and, and like they, they uh and just reading them off it's like oh these are joke lyrics or like right but but it, but reading them in the moment and then also i don't know just like it's a little frustrating not being able to get a read on if this band is actually gay and so good like because like, like it's hard to it's hard to like determine that because it's not like it's not like that this dude's life is just like up for everyone to see or like you know there's no personal life section on his wikipedia right that just says you know happily married with with another man or something but so much of it is so staggeringly fucking gay and and so like just just uh i don't know like passionate about it and 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 honest about it in ways that are like kind of disarming uh yeah. like there's lines in chromatically declining me and like uh 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 and and i wish you were a girl and stuff which like that song is fucking like jesus christ like uh uh that that, that, that <laughs> i wish you were a girl like if there was a gender swapped version of i wish uh, of a uh, uh but i'm a cheerleader that would be like the song of that movie, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, um, uh, yeah, I think it's really incredible how, like, yeah. um, uh, and maybe, maybe this comparison is a little gauche, so yeah, right. uh, I apologize in advance, but like, um, there's something really powerful to me about how ugly early car seat headrest is mm. about being like queer rock music. Yeah. Um, that I think is really compelling. And yeah. I feel like there's kind of a similar quality here yeah. where like it is kind of uncompromising to the point of almost not even really taking into direct consideration yeah. what it means to be gay rock music, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like, no, I, like I get you. It, yeah. the, the, the songs truly uh, come first, you know? Like it's yeah. kind of that, it's kind of that, 
that simple and like the yeah. the emotions come first and yeah it, it, it's a record that doesn't seem worried with being misinterpreted and yeah. i think that's that's really confident songwriting yeah, yeah. and 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 i think that's that's part of why i found it so personally moving and so like like super inspiring and stuff because i have a really hard time connecting with a lot of queer mm. music at the risk of being right. a little too open for this podcast. I've, I've a hard time connecting with a lot of that stuff, but, but, uh, you know, as, as like, a uh, you know, slightly neurotic, like, like, uh, uh, song writerly <laughs> person where I just really, really like nerd out about that stuff. When I listen to like prefab sprout or yeah. similar bands and stuff, finding this album and having it's like lyrics, like just, utterly fucking trip me up a lot of the time uh in just how fucking blunt and uncaring it was about my personal you know hang-ups or whatever yeah uh, yeah you know not not even so much as to trigger me but as to as to kind of just just make me go like man you know what is up <laughs> like you know like just <laughs> just like fucking like you know i'm just letting shit go and uh yeah. uh uh it just it's really it's a i don't know it, it's it's kind of like a freeing experience for me listening to it and just having yeah so it's it's been on fucking loop it's it's one of yeah. my favorite things i actually think like lately but uh, especially between this and yurusha suzu Kero by calpers i feel like i have i have like, like there might be enough inductees of new favorite albums that I might have to like remake a like a album like Topsters or whatever like that and like just yeah figure out that grid again yeah yeah it's it's honestly so fucked up how 2022 like I feel overwhelmed by how many new favorite things yeah I've I've bore witness to this year yeah like I feel I don't know how much more I can take like I I, I need to just get fucking slapped across the face with some fucking dog shit yeah right <laughs> it, it's 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 crazy uh fuck um Ah uh, fuck! What else have you been listening to? I mean, getting um, uh, just in general. Yeah. Um, I listened to that extremely cracked Vocaloid record. Oh uh, Utopia yeah. by Hiki P. Oh shit! Um, yeah. Yeah, I sent you a little bit of that. It yeah. is like uh beyond description. <laughs> it really, it really. I actually legit like i i listened like, to a like bit the, of it the little like one word personal review that i wrote of it just to keep track of what i listened to just yeah. said scared wo scared <laughs> jpeg yeah i i like I, I need to i need to go back to it uh and and listen and stuff i only listened to a bit of it and i was like damn i i don't know if if I can sit down with this right now, this is fucking a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was extremely taxed. <laughs> it's it's so, it it's just uh, like it's just completely fucking bananas. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, like like it, it just kind of just doesn't give a fuck about like music. 
yeah yeah <laughs> or being yeah. musical you know what i mean yeah like, it's just, just kind of some shit i and it's don't like know awesome. how you make something like that yeah. i don't know how you fucking have these ideas <laughs> and and go okay now you know the logical thing for me to do is to go from this to this if 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 my own music doesn't wind up sounding at least a hair like that within the next uh decade i am doing something wrong frankly because i think this guy's got it figured out (laughs) yeah i i uh yeah it's just it's just completely just i i won't even i don't know it it really is beyond like like uh uh beyond description uh yeah um i um have also been listening to uh i mean I got you turned on to this. I got a few people turned on to this on Twitter. Uh, I just wanted to give Wait, a Wait, sh- is this a... Are we gonna... Is this... I want to I wanna talk about the new Nouns record for yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For, for, for yeah. a minute. Because I, I know I'm not going to want to do it when... <laughs> do, do, do we want to i mean i mean it's definitely gonna happen he's stoked yeah and so yeah. okay yeah <laughs> we're getting nouns on the show i'm just gonna go ahead and say yeah. it we're gonna we're fucking we're the fucking cats out of the bag but i i want to talk about the record just to kind of get out a few first thoughts so i'm not just word vomiting and stuff but uh yeah, I like sent the dude an email and he was like sick. <laughs> it was like let's go. <laughs> and so so it was like great. But um yeah, Nouns while of unsound mind. I wanted to shout out uh record because of the year. yeah, yeah, because it's it's pretty much record of the year. <laughs> it's it's it's, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. Um but uh I want to shout it out because I was uh I listened to it uh, funnily enough, I listened to it for the first time on the night I discovered 12 rods through my other friend. And right, and right before I listened to 12 Rods and it kind of like, it just like, like it just fell out of my brain also because I wasn't focusing on it enough. So I think like it just kind of fell out for it for a minute. And then a few days later, because, uh, pretty much right after that, my grandmother passed and then I went back to the record Cause I had a long trip and I was in the car. So I was like, perfect time to take a, take a seat and really just listen to this record. And I fucking like, that was when it fully like clicked. I was like, holy shit. Uh, and, and like, I think I was reading the, uh, album liner notes on this or the previous EP that he had done, uh, called, uh, uh, lonely place of dying which is almost like a prelude to this. If you want to check that out too, Mm -hmm. uh, it's like two tracks and they're both like really long. They're like 10 minutes each, but, um, uh, lonely place of Diane's, uh, like liner notes on Bandcamp, pretty dark stuff. So just be forewarned. Uh, but, um, it mentioned Oxbow and horse, the band in there. And that like, while I was listening to the new record, I was like, Holy fuck. Like, those are two of my favorite, like, foundational, like, kind of secret, like, unlockable, like, 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 there's silhouettes on the character screen, but then, like, you unlock and it's like, oh, shit, Nick, Nikki, of course, Nikki would be into Horse the Band or into Oxbow and stuff, just these really weird kind of post-hardcore slash, like, metal punk acts and stuff um, with just a very, just very unconventional vocal, like, choices being made with both of those bands. Yeah. Um, just, like, uh... 
there's like a very specific, I'm going to talk to him about it, <laughs> so, but there's very specific like line delivery that he does on certain tracks that really reminds me of Eugene Robinson from Oxbow. And I don't know, just seeing those two, I was like, oh shit, th- this, this dude's cut from a similar cloth that I am and stuff. Cause I'm, I've been kind of trying to figure out how to, how to pull those bands into, into some of my work. And, uh, 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 just listening to this nouns record, I don't know. It just really felt like I was like, "Oh, this is like this is this is exactly what I want to hear right now." This is exactly like the the like the type of uh, just insane like uh, I don't know, just whirlwind of influences and stuff that that I feel like I also want to make. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. It just feels inspirational, but also feels I don't know. I, I I feel like, and this is partly because like you know I've since talked to the guy and stuff. But I like I I feel I feel I feel like a a, a peer a peership with uh, with the album almost. Or I'm just like yes, I agree with you. See, <laughs> like like it, with for your me, decisions. it's almost like a, I I'm at this point where I feel like I need to prove my peership. Mm. If that makes sense. I think I feel that too, especially for Burned In. I feel like we, I, like yeah. it makes me want to level up a little bit. It makes me want yeah, to fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I'll, I'll be, I'll be transparent and say that listening to that record actually like energized me musically for the first time in like a few years. Yeah, um, right. I've been struggling really bad with writer's block. I haven't really been able to write anything I've enjoyed in yeah. a really long time. Uh, part of that is definitely just like. Uh, video stuff taking priority and kind of not allowing me the space to think and stew about music. Uh, but that record is just so packed full of passion and ideas and yeah. purpose that I, I really couldn't help but feel uh, musically sort of overwhelmed. Yeah. Like it was, the, it was a real moment of like, um, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, actualization i guess yeah i don't know yeah. maybe that's not quite the right word but i think right. you know what i mean yeah uh yeah it's a, it's a really inspirational piece of work like i really yeah yeah just huge appreciation for it uh but just i just want to shout it out and uh i also want to shout out um also no joke uh island uh, yeah, that's a great record. Mother, motherfucking, so motherfucking, fuck me. That's <laughs> that's like it, it's a. Uh, I don't know. Like I, f- I feel like with with Deaf Heaven, right? Like with I have never Gaze. listened to to De- uh, Deaf Heaven. Deaf Heaven. Yeah. Somehow, I just totally missed the boat on it. With 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 Deaf Heaven with Black Gaze, I feel like it's it's kind of weird because I think Sunbather was like we made a really big splash. It was kind of a crossover hit, weirdly. Uh, with right, like within yeah. the indie space and stuff, and like they they played like Pitchfork Festival after. And stuff. Um, it kind of had this like real potential to it that I feel like they decided not to realize. I think because of some of the backlash, I don't think they meant to do it this way. I don't think they meant to respond to it in this way. But I think I think it's one of those things where just like things get in your head and then you kind of just unconsciously response that were good because it felt like with the next album they wanted to go more metal and then with the next couple albums and now this most recent album they've just fully abandoned the black metal aspect and right, stuff and they're kind right. of just a shoegaze post-rock band and I, i'm bored i'm bored by it and so so to see to see a, a band you know uh, in the black gaze genre kind of come out 
and just are just defiantly doing just some shit like 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 it, it's like for anyone that would have for anyone that's like super into black metal that would have gotten mad at 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 Deaf Heaven for putting in shoegaze like my beautiful like my bloody Valentine stuff into their <laughs> black metal, uh, having these fucking guys put in like Asian kung fu generation like alt rock fucking like melodies yeah. and progressions yeah. and stuff into their black metal is like that piss you all the way the fuck off but I fucking love it. I'm like so, I I just love it. It's just so good. Like it it reminds me of um, uh, another band called Swarm with three R's. That's like another uh, like it's like a Japanese grindcore band. But both these mm. bands kind of play a lot with major chords in their like right dark fucked up <laughs> stuff. Yeah. and so and it's that's like, one of those things so that's cool. like really um validating to hear because I have a really hard time getting into the mindset of writing. Mm. things that aren't very like major oriented yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and uh yeah but these guys like they're 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 doing it with some real grit uh but yeah. like but but it, it's it's also like it feels like there's a ton of personality there that they're not willing to give up on and stuff that, that yeah uh i don't know just it makes me really stoked on it. They put an anime girl on the cover. I'm like, yeah, dude, like <laughs> go for it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anime yeah. black gays. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, as, uh, it, as it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Put, that, that artist, uh, is, is really great. Yeah. Um, put, put them on the chainsaw man anime. Let's just fucking get this yeah. full board. Like, let's just, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, like let, let's, uh, let, let's really get cooking with this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, this big shout out to that. Cause that, that was, a, that was a really fun listen the past couple days really good yeah. production wise we both pointed that yeah out, yeah i yeah. was really really impressed by how much space the guitars were able to take mm. up without feeling like they were the the main like overbearing focus yeah right yeah um yeah. god damn uh we've been going for like questions? an hour and a half yeah we should we should, we should do questions yeah. and then probably bow out oh. yeah 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 um uh, Linus wants to know, uh, what is some oft derided, dismissed, or overlooked media that you love for reasons people wouldn't just guess uh, by watching, reading, or listening to the thing in question? Hmm. And what is it about them that you think makes people dismiss them? Oh, I have a really good answer for this. Go for it. But but uh, it would give away a Discuss All Monsters episode that won't come out for ah, months. So it feels... Right. So so I feel uh, I, I feel like I can't. So let me think of a different one. That makes one. sense. But uh, uh, Linus is uh, is also the one that drew Ashita yeah, No the, Bud. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah no, big yeah, shout yeah. out. Um, Absolutely. Thank yeah, you yeah, for yeah. Ashita No Bud. That was a... Uh, yeah, legendary uh, moment. I am hereby uh, hereby uh, 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 handing you your your deputy uh, human <laughs> insect badge and stuff. Uh, the first inductee. Um, yeah. So yeah, really um, amazing though. I've I've never had one of my dumb podcast bits come back to me <laughs> as a as like a, as like a fucking piece of art before. Yeah. That was a really surreal moment for me. I was like, holy shit. That, that you know. Um. Um, Let me think. I feel like there are there's a lot that kind of falls into that category for me just by virtue of like mm -hmm. ex having experienced a good amount of media. 
Um, I think if anything, it tends to happen more with, uh, with music. Like I still have a really, really huge soft spot for Blink-182. Yeah. Um, right. Even though like, I, I know, like, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 Um, but oh, uh, it's a little bit harder for me to place with other media because I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at kind of like theoretically justifying those things. Um, yeah. Uh. So so wait. It's it, it's it's oft it's oft uh, a hated and or beloved media that that. Uh, sorry. Can you repeat uh, the question often, one more time? Often derided, dismissed, or overlooked media that you love for reasons people wouldn't guess just by experiencing the piece of media itself. Hmm. Um. I mean, I feel like I feel like I have to throw out. Uh, though I feel like the tides have turned on it a little bit. Um, mm. Well, yeah, that's the the funny thing too yeah. is I feel like there like a few years ago I probably would have said Sonic Adventure right yeah but like that doesn't really track anymore yeah yeah i think the tides have turned on in a little bit but i i will say um uh travis strikes again was was regarded pretty pretty negatively mm, but right. but i feel like my personal relationship with like uh like just wanting to see just something from from you know one of my favorite creators and stuff like kind of put me in a position to enjoy that and to be right. picking up what was putting down in a way different way than anyone else was, uh, or a that lot of people sense. were, um, gosh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of some others. Uh, I have a pretty big soft spot for Disney's frozen. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah i can't i can't explain it at all i have i have a kid sister that's probably part of it oh right yeah yeah like like a, a kid sister who was like there at its like peak of popularity right and just absolutely um, just adored it yeah yeah i also just think olaf is funny i think he's mm. a funny little guy <laughs> he's a funny little guy yeah uh, yeah <laughs> Over, over the overlooked movie Frozen. Uh, yeah, well, you no. know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know. I'm. am just. I'm just fucking around. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, I guess that's as good as I can give it right now. But I'll probably think of something later. Yeah. Uh, um. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Okay. Uh. What part of horror do you find the most engaging and enticing? Uh, also, what candy do you prefer, sweet or sour? Uh, that comes from Yaza Casa. Sour. I'm a big sour candy person. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Love All warheads. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love to make my tongue bleed. <laughs> um, in terms of horror, it's interesting because I don't, I don't, uh, I feel like I have a, a weird relationship to horror where I, it's not even that I don't, that I don't like a lot of it because it scares me or anything. It's just, I don't find too much of it very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think there, I think there probably needs to be some sort of, uh, psychological aspect, but probably the thing that gets me the most is, uh, seeing some sort of unwavering truth in a piece of horror media. 
uh, that 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 if you know it feels like it's it's like it's inescapable and kind of adds to it. And so, oh no, I'm thinking of Hereditary right now, and just yeah. how much that movie just zones in on just like uh, uh, loss and and. Um, I'm uh, sorry. It, it, I'm sorry. I just saw the Mickey Mouse come hat. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you not see that before? No, I did not see it until uh, just now. Oh, uh, uh, Alyssa, Alyssa made the funniest fucking comment on any of my tweets. Uh, the, the funniest comment that I think I've gotten on any of my tweets all fucking year. Uh, just, just, just because like I made a tweet that was like, man, they they're really gonna make you pay two hundred dollars to get cummed on and stuff. And then Alyssa comes in with like the fucking like uh like with like just the byline on the fucking yeah. like on the website where it says Mickey yeah. is dripping with excitement. No. <laughs> Holy I, shit. It, <laughs> I'm looking at this fucking cum hat. It's yeah. there's what else are you supposed to see yeah, it yeah, as? Yeah, yeah, it ain't it ain't nothing but cum. It's it like that's the only thing it possibly could be is cum. Uh there, there's there's no other way. There's they, a reason it says four adults right yeah, there. Why yeah. did Wario 64 post this? I, I, <laughs> I love Wario 64. I love Wario 64 because he seems extremely like a bot. And then there's like you get just little peaks behind the curtain where it's yeah, like, oh, no, yeah, yeah. this is a human. I yeah. just don't I just I just don't know how he does it. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so so uh, I saw someone tweet about that and, and say that like this this is probably a good lesson that I feel like every, every huge company needs to have at least one extremely online and debilitatingly horny, like individual that's able to just like see stuff. Like, I mean, even though like you don't need that to just see whatever, but like, just just to, just to be able to be like, no, it's literally so like, I don't under, yeah. I, I, I saw these these jeans in an Instagram mm-hmm. ad a few months ago. Yeah. Where it was like um two different uh shades of denim. Yeah. In kind of like a wave pattern stitched along each leg. Uh outer and inner, basically. Yeah. Um but the inner one was darker. So it just looks like piss pants. Oh. It looks like you got pee pants. It's well, crazy. Got Mr. P pants. Um but yeah, oh no, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> but yeah, uh, about horror, uh, though, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I think about, I think about hereditary in the way that it kind of is, uh, uh, it, re- it like, it kind of, uh, uh, lays bare some truth about, about loss and the way that that, like, can contribute to yeah. a familial breakdown and stuff, and yeah. that was a lot scarier to me, uh, than, like a lot of other, you know, horror movies, like a lot of the other stuff yeah. they try to get you with. Um, yeah, I think horror yeah. has always been to me um, a kind of gateway into uh, a space where really, truly ugly and horrific parts of the the, the human experience uh, can be sort of uh, exhumed. Um, yeah. And and I think when a horror movie is doing that, and often it's completely and and utterly uh, accidental, that is where I feel most at home in cinema. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good question though. Yeah. Um, on a similar note, uh, let's see. Um, 
I'm not going to read this person's name because they didn't give me one and I don't want to just dox their email. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, we got a question that says, um, uh, recently it has come to my attention how poorly people think of people that watch morally re- uh, reprimandable art uh, as in exploitation films and other types of horror or mm-hmm. even just scenes that depict things that are discomforting to see. Yeah. Uh, I've always had an interest for this type of art Uh, that is kind of produced in the margins and defies the viewer. Um, But I have a hard time not feeling like a bad person before having interest in this type of art, even if I'm actively aware of the ways in which something can be problematic. Uh, uh, I know that you also kind of enjoy it. So my question is, how are you able to enjoy this type of art, even if it depicts very bad stuff? How do you reconcile with the feeling that you're, uh, that what you're watching is wrong? Um, Great question. Lot to dig into. Totally forgot to say it. If you want to email us, it's uh, humaninsectspodcast mm, uh, yeah. at gmail.com. Um, okay, now to actually answer that question. Um, I mean, it, it's hard, right? Like, I feel like at a certain point, you just kind of need to be... And, and this is kind of an oversimplification and I, I I admit that, but I think you just need to be comfortable enough and firm enough in your beliefs that uh, fiction can't shake you, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of where I was I was thinking too. That and like, it is really hard, yeah. especially before the court of public opinion. Right. Um but I also <clears throat> think that like I think anybody that's like worth being around isn't going to cast immediate aspersions onto you without coming to understand like where you enjoying these things is coming from. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like your time is better spent with people who aren't going to chastise you for being curious about right. something. Yeah. Right. Um, like I think what's, what what's really important to remember about, art is that you know it is art obviously uh art can lead to a lot of really uh uh like the the creation of art can lead to a lot of personal tragedy um yeah you know just look at like most any 70s film director and and how they treat women uh, uh often underage women in particular um or, or just look at like you know, even just like how the what I've talked about on 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 my channel plenty of times, just in regards to to crunch. Um, yeah. But what you know, ideally, what you're viewing isn't necessarily like. Uh, I I think you know what I mean. Like it, it, what what you're what you're looking at, so long as you're able to properly contextualize it and rationalize it within your own set of experiences, like. I, I kind of think you just need to trust yeah. your your reactions to it at a certain point. Right. Yeah. Um, and I make that distinction because I also admit that I am somebody who's very sensitive about things like true crime. I don't fuck with it at all. I think as an industry, it's, it's extremely disrespectful at best and mm. uh, just absolutely abhorrent at worst. Yeah. Um, I, I think in general, I'm somebody who's pretty sensitive to like, the ways that we kind of like de depersonalize uh these kinds of like people 
who uh, find themselves in a bad way in one way or another. Like, I, I both mean that in terms of true crime, but also just, like, uh, uh, the kind of internet's broader um, uh, proclivity toward just kind of, like, memifying real people. Yeah, right. And, like, ignoring those real-world uh, 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 consequences. So, to me, a movie's easy. A manga's easy, you know? Right. I can see something 12 times as mortifying in, in a piece of art than... Uh, in real life and if i know that it's simulated and that nobody actually died or whatever right yeah it inherently puts me at ease a little bit without necessarily um abstracting the reality of the images that i'm consuming if that makes sense yeah yeah um yeah yeah i i think uh, i think the point on contextualization is like huge and stuff being able to kind of recognize like where this came from why you decided to watch it why you're interested right like like uh right. not even that you need to like intag like uh, uh interrogate yourself but just like you know uh I, th I think i think i sort of uh uh can come at things uh that i'm viewing with uh with a sort of like clinical quality because i'm just interested in like how these ideas develop or how a certain right. artist developed and stuff like whether like even you know even if it is like they developed in a bad way or or uh were abusive in some fashion and stuff uh i think it's interesting to kind of like just as like you know personal study goes just to kind of uh look at that stuff and everything and being able to contextualize it and you know go in uh with good faith like for yourself like like that you know that that like nothing you know that 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 a movie's not going to influence you because you know, like, oh, this is this is wrong, you know, uh, or uh, you know for yourself, like, um, I don't know, that, that just like, 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 it's not, it's not a one to one. It's not going to, you know, watching, uh, watching a right wing, you know, uh, uh, aligned piece of art, or like, you know, like, or playing a Call of Duty game or something, right? Or like right. watching a movie that's like financed by like uh the u.s military in some way right or watching some action movie or whatever that's not gonna right. automatically turn like watching top gun maverick isn't just gonna turn you into a fascist right it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. just like it, it's, it's but just, i also think that like that yeah. is where and this is why i harp so much on media yeah. literacy right. is like those ideas that aren't even necessarily at the forefront at the text of mm -hmm. the work itself yeah like regressive ideology does have a really insidious way of slipping itself yeah. into the cracks. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I can't remember who, who uh, made this argument initially, but it was something that a, a friend described to me that I think about a lot, which is essentially this idea that like um, when an artist kind of, or, or, or a team of, of creatives or what have you. Yeah are kind of forced to gloss over certain aspects of their creation, especially when they're handling something delicate like war. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, in those spots that are sort of uh, glanced over and, and aren't given full care, that's kind of where the kind of default worldview can slip in. Mm, and yeah, yeah. Our, obviously our default worldview on many subjects is still very regressive yeah um and i think that's 
that's often an easier explanation for why certain regressive ideologies can crop up in art that's made by people that also contains more progressive ideology. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh no. I, 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 yeah, it, it, it can't like being able to recognize just off rip that like, this is in here, this will crop right. up inherently. Right. That's right. already like, you're already viewing this from an angle that like, uh, uh, it, that, that is not going to shake you. Right. You're already like putting yourself on like, like kind of aside from this, from this, uh, this movie's gaze, right? Right. Like right, even, even right, if it right, was right. like actively trying yeah. to recruit neo-Nazis or whatever, right? Right. Is it like, like, and that's like, why, like um, yeah. that that Truffaut quote about how uh the camera um inherently ennobles everything it sees yeah. is I think only a problem when it is before an audience that Mac that, that uh, lacks the media literacy to read between the lines, right? Yeah, or, or willingly yeah. disregards uh, whatever media literacy they have in order to get something specific out of it. If that yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. So uh, I feel like if you're if you're fearful about the way you're seen, uh, you know, kind of uh, viewing content that. Uh, you know, like, I, I think you got to give yourself a little bit more credit and stuff like, you know, yeah. like, uh, you, you don't have to be like the shit post about like reading Mein Kampf, but like shaking your head the whole time. So like everybody knows that you, that you don't agree and stuff like, like, like you, that's you, the first I've heard of that. Post. There, there's a lot of like, like historical work to be done there. And I think you can right. give yourself a lot of credit in being able to kind of look at something and, and kind of. Put yourself on the on the periphery of that of that view and of that uh, of that target, and be able to kind of uh, uh, just contextualize and 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 look at something and kind of recognize that it's there and what 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 it's doing and and yeah. recognize ways you can dismantle that or recognize ways that that we can always build a better world better than this. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm looking for something that a friend of mine said recently that I thought was really salient. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't find the exact quote, but uh, we were talking about a, a book that I had read uh, for a video. It will come up eventually. I, I don't want to bring it up yet because I think it's a little too loaded to bring up without context. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I was reading a book that um is uh has been fairly controversial throughout history um as per its relevance to a video that i'm working on and um i we were kind of talking about how like it is kind of difficult to look at a book's legacy and acknowledge that the vast majority of it is based in misinterpretation that that kind of creates a text that is more harmful than it actually is in practice. Mm, yeah. um, and kind of the, the conclusion that we came to was essentially that like, uh, if we can't trust a work of art to be open to misinterpretation, then I think, I think kind of like inherently neutering art for the sake of a mass audience is, is, going to signal something far more grim than uh, certain audiences misinterpreting it essentially yeah like i think we kind of need to have the the faith in viewers and readers and listeners to uh 
go about a piece of art with their best judgment um, over the the kind of like kid gloves approach that ensures that nobody can take the wrong thing out of a, a piece of art um, yeah, essentially right. uh, and I think that I uh, I think that that's kind of how I try to to go about things you know yeah um, yeah uh, the only thing I can say as far as other people kind of casting aspersions onto you for engaging with those things is is kind of just to you know like I know it sounds hard, but just I I wouldn't get defensive. Uh, I think being sort of defensive about the things that you engage with just kind of like it becomes this like fucked up like like uh uh dost thou protest too much kind of situation. Yeah. Like I think unfortunately you do kind of just need to operate with confidence and with literacy, um and and hope that people will kind of trust uh your character above all yeah, else right yeah yeah very good question yeah yeah great question yeah. i really appreciated that one uh I, I wanted to answer it last time but we didn't have the time and i wanted to make sure that we gave it space so yeah. thank you for being patient <laughs> <laughs> uh i think maybe we have time for like one more because i don't want to make this too long yeah uh, yeah um <laughs> uh okay so uh Saad asks, uh, my Australian friend has been talking to me about bin chickens, uh, oh, which fuck. I had to look okay. up. Uh, and I had this weird dream where uh, a guy tried to sell me a couple of bin chickens. And all I could remember is a very loud and echoey version version of the what a deal we were shouting at the end of the last episode. <laughs> uh, thinking about bin chickens made me want to ask y'all about your favorite fucked up animals here on planet Earth. Bonus points if it's not underwater or Australian. Oh my god. Uh, favorite fucked up animals. The, the lack of underwater creatures does make it pretty hard. I mean, I live with one right my cat wander is pretty fucked up that is a pretty that is a pretty strange animal yeah yeah uh, Alyssa has said that uh, everyone she's ever lived with has at one point or another asked aloud what do persian cats skulls look like <laughs> it's a good question i also want to know yeah uh gotta have a pretty unique skull i suppose um yeah uh poor 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 creature poor, he shouldn't poor, exist poor i love him to death he's he's my best friend but you know damned by um, god but but yeah. loved by all <laughs> <laughs> oh wander um <laughs> uh uh let's let's see oh god uh i i kind of feel like cicadas Cicadas are pretty. Cicadas are pretty creepy. The, pretty freaky. Like they, they, they can extremely damage your hearing. And like I didn't, I didn't really buy that until I saw a few videos of people being in forests surrounded by them. Oh yeah. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's word. Turn you okay, deaf. this is yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God, you know, like I'm. I feel like I'm pretty bad with this because I feel. I feel like I don't. I feel like maybe I'm too surface level with animals, and so or maybe I'm too like too like normy with like the the animals I really like because uh, for some reason the only one that pops up in mind is fucking pangolins. 
like like because because they always look like they're apologizing like they're like oh they i love their, those like, guys yeah. yeah 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 and like yeah they're kind of like armadillos but not and stuff they, they yeah. just have like weird like those know. guys are irl digimon yeah for real for real not pokemon specifically De- definitely digimon. a digimon yeah like like yeah. like if it evolved like it would get like a cannon or something like yeah something, yeah yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah something yeah. stupid yeah like and then chainsaw. if you evolved it a certain way, it would become like a really hot woman. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With with exposed feet. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Filthy souls. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's the best I can come up with right now. I'm I'm trying to. I'm yeah. really thinking so hard, but yeah. Um, God, I guess that's the best I fucking got. Um, I mean, when you get right down to it, normal uh, normal chickens are pretty wild. Pretty strange. Like they are, they yeah. are still really uh, uh, reptilian in nature. Yeah, they're dinosaurs. Like I fully so. believe that they are still dinosaurs yeah. functionally. They, they, they definitely are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is uh, so. Uh, I just, it's so funny just to think about like. Like what a twist it felt like to find out that chickens were were possibly descended from dinosaurs. I mean, like fuck, man, I've been eating dinosaurs this whole time <laughs> and stuff, and it's like you know, uh, or like, uh, um, it, it's, it's yeah. Didn't you see the shave of the nuggets? Come on. Yeah. Right. Well. Okay. So that's the thing too is that, like there's also dinosaur shaped nuggets and stuff. So it's like okay, so the dinosaur, the, the dinosaur fucking like descended down into right. into chickens and then chickens are are, are being made like in, back in, into in, the shape in their of their, their ancestors yeah right yeah 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 so so, 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 they, so they kind of so it kind of completes a loop right dinosaur nuggets right right, right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um god Ugh. fucking I'm just, I I'm, can't remember if I if I said this in a previous episode, but uh, <laughs> the 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 one thing that I always splurge on, no matter what, uh, I always get the fanciest eggs. Oh, I, I, I like those. I like chickens so much that I I can't bear I can't bear not getting eggs made oh, by chickens right. who lived a, a, a happy life. A happy life. I'm yeah. sure they're also miserable. You know, oh, someday yeah. if I ever have any amount of land. I'll just raise my own chickens and I'll make sure that they live the happiest lives imaginable. Oh my but god. <laughs> I I I really until love that. Then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that. I, I just uh yeah. Chickens are cool. I like chickens. Yeah. Chickens are homies. I like those guys a lot. Um okay, so uh I think I think this is an episode. Yeah. Um Yeah. So I'm going to say it feels like uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to support this show, don't go support the Explode and <laughs> Defeated Patreon. Um, yeah. uh, especially if you want to hear Nikki and I and our dear friend Wyatt talk about the Evangelion rebuilds, which we finished doing the other uh, the other day. And uh, it was a really fascinating turn of events. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It it came out really, really interestingly. I said it on Twitter, but I think our discussions are uh, have already been really uh, important for 
me as somebody who thinks about art and from a lot of different angles uh uh, so if you want to get a sneak preview of what that looks like, that's a good place to do it. And then after you've listened, continue supporting the Explode One Defeated Patreon. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we have because, a lot of uh, have, yeah, a lot of great stuff going yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they're worth it. Yeah, worth fi- it. five dollar tier, you listen to that episode and stuff. Uh, I, I, the uh, the three plus the three plus one episode of the Evangelion Rebuilds is definitely one of my favorite podcasts. I've ever done like like it really really yeah. was like above not as and good as the Weezer filibuster though. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a uh, uh, it definitely went above and beyond my expectations uh, for for where we could have gone with it, especially given I don't know just where things were turning and stuff. So uh, right, <laughs> yeah, it's just really really good stuff. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, uh, look, we had a pretty good episode here with a lot of a lot of stuff we talked about yeah, a lot of good it felt local. good to just have normal yeah normal um, <laughs> normal episode uh yeah. as normal as it gets uh, around here yeah. that being said uh, i'm really really looking forward to our next guest episode mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be a lot of fun mm-hmm. i don't know if this is gonna be like strictly the pattern but we've kind of got one going so yeah. uh, until uh, like until further notice, there might be some some scheduling mishaps or what have you. Yeah. But we have we have a few people lined up as you know, f- as far as guests go uh, again, uh, human insects uh, podcast at, at Gmail dot com. If, if you have any other questions or concerns or what have you, or if you want to. Uh, you know, I feel like if you if like if you want to throw in like a shout out or like a suggestion for a guest, we can table it. Probably won't answer it on yeah. the show, but we can we can yeah. definitely talk about it privately if we get the email yeah. and go like, oh, that's a, that'd be that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if there are any guests in particular you would love to see us have, just yeah. uh, email us. Don't yeah. please do not reach out to the person yeah, in question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- yeah don't don't. Don't no no go on Chapo stuff here. Yeah, and so, like, we like, will yeah. we will we will contact people yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. we please. <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> like I really don't want to fucking if 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 I got like a thousand. I mean, obviously it wouldn't be a thousand. If I got like three Twitter ads in one day demanding I go on some podcast I'd never heard of. <laughs> number one, I wouldn't see them because I have my notifications turned off. But if I didn't right. see them. Uh, I would be like, who the fuck are these? Like, no, fuck off. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would it would only serve to make someone not want to come on the podcast more. Yeah, so exactly. So that. if there's anybody you really don't want to come on, <laughs> beg them to come on. No, yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. Don't so, do that so, either. So at Ted Cruz. Uh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your next bitch. You're, d- d- <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Who knows? <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> All right, podcast 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 I'm, I'm tapping the ring i'm tapping like the the wrestling like matt podcast podcast <laughs>